0: A legal battle is brewing over who is Fashion Santa? Will the real Fashion Santa please stand up? I saw uh, Fashion Santa. The uh, the Fashion Santa that uh, most of you know and love is Fashion Santa. Paul Mason at a uh, charity fashion show. I don't go to a lot of charity fashion shows, but I happened to go to one uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I saw him there, and I wish I knew all this was going on at the time because I would have loved to talk to him. And I have reached out to his people and they uh, he has done some TV interviews and uh, he is uh, just not available to do the show today, but uh, maybe but potentially something in the future maybe when he has a little bit more to tell us about his situation. But uh, the uh, issue here is that Fashion Santa Paul Mason has a claim to the name and this character of Fashion Santa, the good-looking, skinny, sexy, model-type Santa, and uh, so does the Yorkdale Mall. Now, I uh, have uh, asked Caroline to uh, get me in touch with someone who understands this better than I do because I see it as, hey, he was Fashion Santa. That's all That's all that matters. He says he came up with it first, but uh, when it comes to matters of law, it's... Uh, much more uh, nuanced than that, so I'm going to welcome uh, John Simpson, who is an intellectual property lawyer at Shift Law Intellectual Property and New Media Law Firm, to the show right now. Thank you so much for joining us,
1: John. Good to be here,
0: John. Uh, what is going on here? Is this uh, is this going to be a cut and dry sort of case? Does the model in this situation, Paul Mason, have a case against the Goliath? Uh, in, in that he, he would be David in this situation I know that uh, he applied for a copyright for this character and or a, a trademark and so did Yorkdale uh, what do you what do you know about this and uh, who do you think is going to come out on top
1: well, it 's a fun case it 's a fun case um, and you know it 's an interesting question um, but you know who owns it ultimately is going to depend on on what it um, is it a brand or is it a character? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it strikes me as a brand, as a trademark,
0: right, uh, and,
1: and not as a character. Um, but if if it's a brand, uh, then my money would be on the mall for sure. Uh, if it's a character, then that would be uh, Paul Mason's best claim.
0: Now, yeah. So the the history of all this is that the records uh, that have been published say that Fashion Santa was registered to Mason on December twenty second, two thousand and fifteen and was in the works no later than September 2014. He says he was out shopping it around and Yorkdale was the one that bid on it. Yorkdale claims that they've been trying to get a hold of him and uh, just couldn't, couldn't, uh, couldn't reach him, and his uh, answer to that is, I didn't stay relevant by not taking calls and nurturing good relationships. So his suggestion is, if they were trying to get a hold of me, they would have. Uh, now, Oxford Properties, which owns, and, or rather, which manages Yorkdale, filed an application on December 8th. So that is, predates his application. Um, now, that's for the words Fashion Santa and for the words Yorkdale fashion Santa. Is that what gives them the leg up, that they were able to apply for it first?
1: Uh, not, not quite. What's going to give them them the leg up is going to be, um, well, again, them establishing that fashion Santa is a trademark. It's not a character, it's a trademark. And they would say it's a trademark that they use um, to distinguish themselves as a source of shopping mall services and advertising and marketing um, fashion brands and uh, Paul Mason just happened to be one vehicle for this Fashion Santa brand, and now there's another one. Um, and trademark rights go to the first person who uses a trademark. So, um, uh, yes, they, they filed an application before he did, but but their claim is going to be based on, on having uh, used it first.
0: Right, so if he had a potentially used it somewhere else in another iteration or on uh, social media or something, he maybe would have a better claim well, to that.
1: Well, that's that's right, and and what's interesting, I mean, his his use would be um, uh, using the brand to market or distinguish his mm-hmm. modeling services, his right. entertainment services, um, and yeah, certainly if he if he can prove that he was using it uh, as a brand for himself before Yorkdale was using him. Uh, as fashion Santa, then then he would win that dispute. Um, but he's going to be in a position to, uh, well, he's in a position where he has to oppose their application because, uh, as you mentioned,
0: they filed first. Mm-hmm. Now, John, the distinguishment between a character and a trademark, is is what would make it a character? What uh, what would uh, is it is it a personality? Is it what 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 yeah, well, constitutes it, it, a character? Right.
1: Copyright law protects characters, um, and uh, there's a case, um, there a case actually involving Anne of Green Gables from uh, um, about 20 years ago, uh, where the court sort of described what it is about a character that's going to make it, you, you know, make it protectable by copyright. Um, and it really, a character has to be more than just one-dimensional. It has to have a personality, and I think the court said it needs to be a complete, thorough personality. Um, and, uh, you know, Fashion Santa is sort of well, well, what is it? It seems like it's just a name. Again, I mean, if there's a personality behind it, well, then it's probably, you know, maybe Paul Mason. Um, and we, which actually raises another, maybe third possibility for what Fashion Santa is. It could be, uh, he could say it's actually a pseudonym uh, for himself. Right. And so, really, what we're talking about here is personality rights, uh, Paul Mason's personality rights. But again, I, I think for a number of reasons, it's Probably a brand, and in that case, it's probably going to be uh, the malls.
0: And John, uh, one last question is: How easy would it be if it turned out if they if he can't win any legal battles for him to just you know set up shop at a different mall, say the Eaton Center or, or another mall, maybe at the Toronto Christmas Market, and call himself Toronto Santa or Fashion Santa Claus? Oh, that's
1: that's a great question. I think um, I think. Assuming it's a trademark and assuming Yorkdale Mall owns it, uh, he could get into uh, trouble doing that. Right. Uh, So Not just him, but, you know, if, if, you know, another store a retail outfit uses him for that and says, here's our fashion Santa, they could be in trouble as well.
0: So it's not just in the name. So you couldn't, he couldn't go out there and call himself Sexy Santa uh, or, or could he?
1: Sure he could. Sure he could.
0: So, so as long so as it,
1: Santa isn't going to infringe Fashion Santa. Okay, so, night. so,
0: so it is just in the name then. So, if he wanted to, all he would have to do is drop the fashion and find himself, find himself a new life at a new mall.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's again, what is it? If it's a character, then, then, well, sure, you can give the character a different name, uh, continue doing that. The idea, people talk a lot about who came up with the idea. The idea itself isn't going to be protectable um, that's just the nature of uh, unless there was a, a contractual agreement between him and the mall um, which uh, uh, you know said that one or the other owned the idea um, but you know what seems a little bit unfair maybe is that even if Paul Mason came up with the idea and the name uh, first and then pitched it to Yorkdale, if they used it as a trademark first, they own it even if he came up with the idea. Well.
0: Uh, And you're right, that does feel unfair, and it's a bit of a, uh, and it does feel like a David and Goliath sort of story, but we're going to have to keep watching it and see what happens and how this all transpires and uh, takes place going forward. John Simpson, uh, intellectual property lawyer at Shift Law, I appreciate you joining me and uh, helping explain uh, some of the uh, nuances of this story.
1: Good talking to you. Thanks Thanks very
0: much. Have a great weekend. You too.